It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Chase Young is out for week one against the Arizona Cardinals. How that impacts my season outlook for the team right now on this episode of Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into this bonus Saturday episode of Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Locked On Commanders first listen of the day every day. And don't forget that you can subscribe for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast and you can continue this conversation or have parts of this conversation with me before the episode even ever gets recorded by becoming a Locked On Commanders insider at jointsubtext.com slash Locked on commanders. You can text me during practice, press conferences, games, as news is breaking. And as I'm preparing for my show, I'm texting with my insiders. We'll be doing some deep dives on data and film studies as well in the near future, or you just talk football with me one-on-one. Your host, David Harrison on Twitter at dharrison82, credential member of the media covering your Washington commanders for commandercountry.com, part of Sports Illustrated's fan nation. And I'm here with you every Monday through Friday, the occasional Sunday night after a game, the occasional Saturday afternoon, along with our everydayers. And every day, as you know, I already appreciate you for coming through on a consistent basis, supporting the show the way that you do. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play da- daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Today's episode is all about projections. That was the plan for this bonus episode is to project the Washington Commanders regular season record, project the first four games of the season. And my plan is to do this after every quarter of the season. So after the first four games, next four games, next four games, and then at the end of the season, not really projecting uh, the the rest of the season because the season's over, but hopefully we'll be talking about some playoff football as well. And I'm also going to be updating my player superlatives. We've got some offensive players of the year, rookies of the year. We'll be updating those races as they go on throughout the season. But first, on this initial episode of it, I can't even get into the record projections or the first quarter projections because we got to talk about Chase Young being ruled out uh, for week one against the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. That news coming out Saturday morning, early afternoon, as I was hitting the airwaves with Adam Epstein on AWOD Radio. Uh, Chase Young ruled out Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals. I want to say it was Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport, one of the usual suspects that broke the news officially and then confirmed by a whole bunch of people here locally. Uh, We're going to look in the next four opponents on this episode, uh, which are, of course, the first four opponents. But that first opponent, the Arizona Cardinals, now they know they're not going to have to face number 99. Chase Young ruled out on on Saturday ahead of Sunday's competition. And really, this is kind of a culmination, right? But also kind of just the beginning, right? So this is the ending of, of the question of will he play, won't he play, suffering a stinger in week one of the preseason against the Cleveland Browns. Ever since then, it's just kind of been a will he, won't he of is he going to practice? Is he not going to practice? Okay, now he's practicing. Looks pretty good, but is he going to hit contact? Okay, now he's got a little bit of contact, but is it full contact? And then in the locker room, he says he feels ready to good or really good. He feels ready to go. And, of course, a lot of people running with that say, okay, Chase Young's going to play week one. But there was still this looming Zoom call conference that he had to have with his doctor. And is the doctor going to clear him? Well, 
The Zoom conference call was supposed to happen Friday afternoon. We found out Saturday night that whatever happened on that call, whatever happened on that conversation with his doctor, he has been ruled out in what has been kind of a weird, unusual recovery. But I will say this. It is a neck injury, right? So anytime you're talking about a neck injury, I think whether it's player, team, medical, you want to err on the side of the most extreme caution because we know that these guys go through punishment injuries that are going to affect the rest of their life, right? Broken ankles, broken legs, broken fingers. We see the, the veteran players all the time holding up their hands with the crooked fingers and all that stuff. And that is permanently life-changing stuff, you know what I mean, to a certain degree. But the neck, that's a whole different beast, guys. That's a whole different animal. I know on top of the knee injury, on top of the two surgeries, on top of the extended recovery from the ACL, I understand the frustration of, man, it's just another thing with Chase. But I do want to make sure that we put a light on this is a neck injury. And and for as weird as it's been, and I, and obviously it's been weird, I think that erring on the side of caution is the right thing to do if that's what's happening here with his doctor. So bottom line is Chase Young is ruled out. Ben Standing of The Athletic has a source that he, he, he reported, said that Chase Young may actually be out for more than just this week, might miss multiple weeks, might not be back till week three potentially. So obviously this story is not going away. We will continue to monitor it. But in the meantime, who is going to step up with Chase Young out against the Arizona Cardinals? The immediate obvious answer, James Smith-Williams. Problem is, James Smith-Williams came up with a uh, an oblique injury on Friday during practice, was limited in that practice, and now is questionable for the game himself. So if it's not James Smith-Williams, you're looking at Casey Tuhill. Behind him, you got Andre Jones Jr., K.J. Henry, the two rookies. Uh, K.J. Henry is, is officially on the depth chart behind those guys. Uh, but then you also have William Bradley King, who just got added to the active roster uh, this week after being released from the practice squad. So there are a good amount of guys, right? But the irony here with this whole thing is we spent a lot of the offseason, a lot of the preseason and training camp talking about the the embarrassment of riches in the defensive line group for the Washington Commanders. And now Federe Mathis is on the IR. He's out. Chase Young is not going to be playing. James Williams uh, came up with an injury. All of a sudden, that embarrassment of riches starting to look a little bit depleted. And the way that I see it, the Washington Commanders should still go into Arizona, go into week one against Arizona in FedEx Field. Obviously sold out FedEx Field, by the way. Shout out to all the fans uh, getting ready to attend that game. They should still go in there expecting to win this game. Chase Young or no Chase Young. And they should expect to go no worse than two and two in the first four weeks. And, you know, 500, is that really something to celebrate? Well, here is where I want to dive into our projections and look at what the Washington Commanders have ahead of them. The Washington Commanders finished with three or more wins than both of their first two opponents, the Arizona Cardinals and the Denver Broncos last season, and appear to be a better team on paper and in the coaching staff, I would think, this year as well. Meanwhile, the Arizona Cardinals look like a less than capable team, especially with quarterback Kyler Murray unavailable to start the season. They got new coaches that are trying to install new schemes with new players and lesser qualified quarterbacks. And the Denver Broncos don't look like on paper anyway that they've gotten any better than they did a year ago when they won five games. Now, on the backside of the first quarter, so that's the first two games, Arizona, then in Denver. Backside of the first quarter, you got Buffalo coming to town, and then you take a trip to Philadelphia, uh, and that's where things get a little bit tougher. Both of those teams each finished with five or more wins than Washington did in 2022. The wild cards here on this first four-game uh, stretch are the Buffalo Bills, who I think don't necessarily look like a team that's really all that different than what we've seen for the last few years out of the Buffalo Bills, and I think that makes them a little bit easier to get ready for. Also. Eric Bieniemy has some success in his history against the Buffalo Bills over the years. He went five, four and three against Buffalo Bills as the Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator. And 
the enemy's offenses scored 24 or more points against the Bills in more than half those contests and scored 20 or more in all but one of those contests. The one contest they didn't score 20 or more, neither of the teams scored a lot. It had to be bad weather. It was like a 17 to 10 finish. So neither team scored a lot of points, right? So typically, Eric Bieniemy knows how to scheme up a lot of points against the Buffalo Bills. We already know that Washington can win in Philly because they did it last season, giving the Eagles their first loss of the season. That doesn't mean it'll happen again, but certainly there are reasons to believe that both against both Buffalo and Philly, especially if Washington's defense can make good on Jack Del Rio's efforts to increase the speed, get them starting faster, get the takeaways going more often. The wild card in the early part of the schedule is going to be the Denver Broncos, who I think most agree that their talent on the roster does not match their record. So if their new head coach, Sean Payton, can make a significant difference, then we should see a better version than ever Broncos. The question is, can he make that difference as fast as week two? So two and two, I think, is an acceptable expectation. You got two opponents that you were significantly better than last year, two opponents that by record were significantly better than you the year before. So I think two and two is a is kind of chalk, right? That's run of the mill. That's par for the course, if you want to say. Three and one, certainly within the realm of possibility, I believe. Four and zero oh is unlikely, but based on the difficult difficulty level of two opponents, again, unlikely. But the potential improvements of this Washington Commanders team, especially getting two weeks—I don't want to say tune up, but two weeks against lesser opponents to get ready for those opponents, if they can get healthy and stay healthy where they already are. Four and zero, oh, certainly not impossible. Meanwhile, one and three would be a letdown, obviously, and zero oh and four, zero oh and four is just a disaster. I'm not even going to watch Lockdown Commanders if this team goes 0-4, I don't think. So those are the possibilities, but what is the outcome going to be as I see it? My regular season projection for weeks 1 through 18 coming up next on today's episode of Lockdown Commanders, part of Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. And this bonus episode of Lockdown Commanders is brought to you by Nutrafol. Did you know that you don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health? Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Men think sometimes that losing their hair is inevitable, but we're here to tell you that you can take control of your hair's future with Nutrafol's science-backed hair growth supplement for men. Are you tired of weakening or thinning hair? Do you want to reach your full hair potential? Leading hair growth supplement Nutrafol helps improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements uh, our physician formulated natural science back ingredient backed ingredients. So go to Nutrafol.com to take care uh, to take their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes your th- of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair health through whole body wellness. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code locked on NFL. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men. That's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men. Enter the promo code locked on NFL. This Nutrafol.com slash men. Promo code locked on NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
Thanks again for being a Locked On Commanders first listen or view today and every day. Every day is Locked On Ultimate NFL Season Preview is here. The seven-episode extravaganza brings opinions, analysis, and plenty of debate from all 32 of our Locked On NFL hosts with added insights from our national experts. It's a can't-miss series before the season kicks off. Catch every episode of on Locked On NFL on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. We just dove into the first four weeks' worth of opponents just a bit. So now let's predict those games and all of the rest of the games, right? So here's my 18-week pre-regular season, right? We're on the eve of the regular season kicking off for the Washington Commanders. Here is my, my prediction, keeping it as real with you as I possibly can, not getting overly excited about the good that we've seen, and we've seen some, some really good stuff, guys. Even with Chase Young off the practice field, even with Chase Young off the preseason field, we've seen some good things on defense. We've seen some good things on offense. Uh, if you listen uh, to Magic Johnson's comments from, from an episode earlier this week, he's excited about the offense. He's excited about what this team is going to do uh, as well. So the question is week four, right? That's where we're going to start this thing off, right? Two and two, again, acceptable par for the course, nothing to, to celebrate, but nothing to get too upset about. Uh, three and one, solid, four and oh, four and oh, let's start. We might start planning parade routes. You know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, anything less than two and two is going to be disappointing. Oh, and four is is just disastrous. Oh, four is titanic levels of, of misery uh, that we don't want to experience, right? So week one versus Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Terry McLaurin's a go. Chase Young is not. James Smith-Williams is questionable. Dax, Milne's on the, Dax Milne is on uh, the IR, also happening on Saturday, uh, Jameson Crowder, veteran wide receiver, punt returner, was elevated to the active roster from the practice squad. We expected that to happen from, from the jump. Uh, when, he, when he was brought in for a visit, that's exactly the reason he was brought in for a visit. So all of those things. Um, recapping our practice squad episode. So obviously, Jameson Crowder is a veteran status practice squad player. He can be called up up to three times. The fourth time, he has to be signed and kept on the active roster. He cannot go back on the practice squad. So this is one of three opportunities that the uh, commanders have to call him up before they have to make him a permanent part of the active roster or release him, which obviously I don't think Jamison would be happy about that. So that's kind of our situation here. Uh, weather's not supposed to be great for week one, unfortunately, which, you know, I mean, it can anything be easy when it involves Washington commanders, you know, got a sold out crowd should be a winnable game. So the, the weather is going to be poor expectedly. Hopefully, uh, hopefully not. But week one against Arizona Cardinals with everything, without Chase Young, all that stuff, that's got to be a win. You know what I mean? The Washington, the Washington Commanders are favored by seven points. I checked the spread on FanDuel Sportsbook before I did this episode just to see if the Chase Young news changed anything. It did not. It's still seven points in favor of the Washington Commanders. Uh, Alex Clancy of Locked On Cardinals, when we did our crossover, he predicted 30 to 13. So for the seven, I mean, he's talking 10 plus. You know what I mean? So that's got to be a win. So boom, you're starting off 1-0 for the Washington Commanders. Week two at Denver Broncos. I do think Sean Payton is going to make a difference on this Broncos roster. I really do. I think this Broncos roster is more talented than they showed last year. And I think coaching matters. So I think Sean Payton is going to make a difference, but it typically takes more than two weeks, right? Think Jacksonville Jaguars last year, right? The Jacksonville Jaguars that we saw in FedEx field week one, not the Jacksonville Jaguars that finished week 18, right? That's kind of what I'm looking at. I think the Denver Broncos in week two are going to be a much different team than they are in week 17. I think there'll be a much better team at the end of the season. Denver Broncos, I think that the company, the commanders go into mile high. They get a win uh, back in my home state. Not really my hometown, but my home state uh, there in, in Denver, Colorado. I'm looking forward to getting back home for a day or two uh, just to be back home. Week three against the Buffalo Bills coming back to FedEx. And this is where the Washington commanders can either hit the par strokes or they can potentially knock in a birdie. Look, I've kind of I've kind of hinted at it all season long, guys. And I've kind of said on our national locked on NFL shows when I've had the opportunity to talk about it. Uh, I don't think the Buffalo Bills are moving forward. 
And I tend to believe that, especially in the National Football League, if you're not moving forward, you are moving backwards because everybody else is advancing. The Washington Commanders advanced this year. They got a better quarterback. They got a better defense. Uh, you're adding some good pieces to it. They got a better offensive coordinator. I mean, the head coach is now a head coach, and he's not a politician and not having to answer scandal questions every day. Um, I think this Washington Commanders team has moved up, and the Buffalo Bills team is basically staying still, which means they're moving backwards. I'm going to go ahead and predict Washington Commanders win here. That's going to be an upset. It's going to be a big upset. It's going to put the Commanders on a lot of national shows and radars. I'm going to go ahead and predict a win for the Washington Commanders at home against the Buffalo Bills. Honestly, if it was in Buffalo, it might be different. But because it's at FedEx, and I hope that a 2-0 Commanders team comes home to another sold-out crowd against those Buffalo Bills and it's Burgundy and Gold home crowd, I do think they get the win week three with a big upset. Week four in Philly, that's going to then be another exciting week. I do think the Philadelphia Eagles, though, take care of that. Uh, They're not going to forget the Washington Commanders dancing in the locker room to Meek Mill's dreams and nightmares after their win in Philly last year. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are come looking for blood, and they are still a very talented team. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm not going to be bold enough to predict 4-0 here, guys, but I am going to predict 3-1, and a very strong start to the season for the Washington Commanders. We'll get a lot of people very, very excited. Going into the second part of the season, Week 5 against the Chicago Bears, I'm actually going to go a loss here. Only because it's Thursday night football. And I hate Thursday night football. I think everybody hates Thursday night football. Nothing ever goes the way it should on Thursday night football. So for some reason, Justin Fields is going to throw like 280 yards, three touchdowns, probably run for two more. Uh, and the Chicago Bears, I just I, I just hate Thursday night football, guys. That's really the only analysis I have for that prediction here. Again, we're going to do this every quarter. So the weekend before week five, I'll redo this and we'll kind of see how I feel then. But right now, I'm going to chalk that up as a loss. Chicago Bears. Week five, unfortunately. Week six, we're in Atlanta to go visit Taylor Heineke in his hometown. I think the Commanders get a win there on the road. Week seven in New York uh, to face the Giants. Should have won last year. They'll get the win this year. That's a win there. Week eight versus the Philadelphia Eagles. This is not going to make you all happy. I I think we're taking a loss there. I think the Washington Commanders are taking a loss there, unfortunately. Five and three midway through the season. Still solid look. Still a good point uh, to be at in your record. You're not going to poo-poo that, right? Week nine. At the New England Patriots, I think you're getting a win there for the Washington Commanders. Week 10 in Seattle, I think you're going with a loss. Back home week 11 for the Giants, I think you're getting a win. Then in Dallas for Thanksgiving, I think you're getting a loss. Listen, this run of the schedule is so tough. Four games in less than 20 days. And look at this. They go to New England, all the way over to Seattle, all the way back home for the Giants, and then to Dallas in a couple of days on Thanksgiving. That is a tough schedule. So you know what? Two and two in those four games, honestly, guys, that's solid. You're good with two and two in those four games. Seven and five with one quarter left of the season. Really, it's five games. We'll call it a quarter. Week 13 versus the Miami Dolphins at home. Uh, I'm going to go a loss there again. That 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 fatigue, I just feel like it's going to set in. And uh, Tua Tungabailoa, you know what I mean? Tyreek Hill, Jalen Watt, like they're going to they're gonna take advantage. It's going to be a track meet, and the commanders are going to be tired. So I'm going to go with a loss there. Week 14 is a much-needed bye week. Week 15 in Los Angeles, you got to win there. The only team worse than the Rams this year are the Arizona Cardinals, so you got to beat the Rams. Week 16 in New York Jets, in New York to face the Jets uh, Christmas Eve. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Jets there. they got a really good defense, guys. Aaron Rodgers, he's got some weapons by that time. By week 16, they're going to be very comfortable with each other. Uh, I do think the Jets get the win there. Week 17, back home for the Niners. I do think the Commanders lose that matchup right now. And then back home, uh, staying home, week 18, Dallas Cowboys, second year in a row. Sam Howell finishes the regular season with a week 18 win over the Dallas Cowboys. So that official record, nine and eight in the regular season. It's only one more win. And I know we talked about how the defense has improved. We talked about how the offense has improved. Sam Howell looks better. The enemy looks better. So how are we only one win better 
this season versus last season? Well, it's a tougher schedule. It's a tougher schedule, certainly, uh, that this team is going to be facing. But my entire season projection, I literally went through a predictor and I picked every game this regular season. My regular season projection does have the Washington Commanders finishing seventh in the NFC and getting a wild card game in Philadelphia to face off against the Eagles who represent the NFC East division for the second year in a row. They don't get the number one seed, though. That goes to San Francisco 49ers. The Cincinnati Bengals got my number one seed uh, over on the AFC for now. So, again, some are going to be disappointed by that. I get it. And granted, you know what I mean? This is coming with no regular season reps taken. So, grain of salt, we will do this over again in four weeks. We'll already have four games set for us. We'll take that information and we'll apply it to the future. And we're going to update that uh, again. So, hang in there. It's not, it's not the last projection. It's just the first projection. We're also going to update our commander superlatives every four weeks. But before we can update them, we got to set the baseline, right? That's coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. Today's episode of Locked On Commanders brought to you by Prize Picks, the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS, daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks and guys like me who think that I know more than everybody else, you pick more or more than or less than on two to six players stat projections to watch the winnings roll in. So Sam Howell is set for, let's say, 228.5 yards. You pick more than that or less than that to predict what Sam's going to do. If you are right, you can potentially win money. Testing my skills on prize picks this football season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you've got the skills, you could turn $10 into $250 with just a few touchscreen taps on your favorite device. This week on prize picks, I'm taking Justin Jefferson for less than 100 yards. Kind of bold, but I'm going for it, guys. And Lamar Jackson... I'm going for him to throw more than one touchdown pass against the Houston Texans. My only regret is that I can't go more, right? Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. And Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your active or into your account this football season. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the promo code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, it's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy with prize picks. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is Washington Commanders Superlatives time here on Locked On Commanders. And we'll do some superlatives here. And again, these are the baselines. We're going to talk about this again in four weeks time, and we will update this. We will update the record projection, all of it as we go through the season, and they will drop on Saturdays. These will be bonus episodes uh, every four weeks throughout the season. So starting off this list, no exact order here, but I'm going to go starting off with free agents of the year, uh, almost called a newcomer of the year, but newcomer also includes rookies. And I want to do rookie of the year and I want to do free agent of the year. So free agent acquisition of the year. New center, Nick Gates. 
free agent center, Nick Gates, uh, the offensive line is going to be incredibly important to what happens with this team. What happens with Sam, how, how successful Eric Bieniemy's scheme can be is going to start with that offensive line. And I know that everybody thinks or everybody says, and I agree, the left tackle, you know, is the most important offensive lineman. And I agree, Charles Allen Jr. obviously is not new, but either way, I think Nick Gates is going to be the heart and soul of this offensive line. He's going to drive it from an attitude perspective, uh, and I think he's going to play a major role on this team this year. Rookie of the year is going to be cornerback Emmanuel Forbes. For one, he's the only rookie that's going to be getting real, true starter reps without injuries happening. You know what I mean? It's like if there's some injuries, Quad Martin could certainly get elevated. Ricky Stromberg and, and is not expected to play much. Braden Daniels uh, isn't even... Uh, on the active roster right now. He's on IR. Uh, KJ Henry and Andre Jones are going to be in the rotation. You know what I mean? But Emmanuel Forbes, just by sheer volume, uh, has to be the rookie of the year. Yeah, he's a first-round pick. So, I mean, you know what I mean? You can't really go anywhere else. Well, again, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll update things as the season goes. Offensive player of the year, I think, is quarterback Sam Howell. Not just because he plays the most important position, but I think because he plays the most important position in a very intelligent way. And if he can continue to do that, even if the offensive line falters from time to time, uh, then he will help lead this team to a better regular season record than what I've projected right here on this episode. Defensive player of the year. You shouldn't be surprised. Defensive tackle, Deron Payne. Uh, the young fellow looks really hungry. He looks really healthy. He looks, uh, you know, I know he had some bumps and bruises during training camp, but overall he looks really healthy. Uh, and I think he's determined to show everybody who thought maybe once he got paid, he would ease off the gas a little bit, that that's not the case here. Uh, Deron Payne, I think, steps up in a big way this year for the defense. Team MVP. I'm going to go a little creative here. Not a player. I'm going assistant head coach, offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy. Uh, again, you guys have not seen everything that we saw during training camp in preseason, but once we start seeing all that stuff unveiled, this offense can be a lot, a lot of fun. And I'm not just talking like trick play kind of ways. I'm just talking standard designs and the way that Eric Bieniemy's plays are schemed up to get guys open. Uh, this offense could be a lot of fun if, again, that offensive line gives the quarterback enough time and the quarterback takes advantage of what he's got in front of him. More likely to score the most touchdowns. Here's where I think a lot of conversation can come in, right? So by all means, as I go through these superlatives, if you disagree or if you got a different name in mind, go ahead and drop them. I'll, I'll, I'll pin a question here uh, to the YouTube comments for YouTubers, uh, or you can hit me on Twitter, insiders. Again, you can text me anytime. Uh, more likely to score the most touchdowns or most likely to score the most touchdowns. I'm going Logan Thomas. Now, obviously, he's got to stay healthy, right? That's, that's a huge okay but. But this offense is, is truly very tight end friendly. Logan Thomas is tied in one if he's healthy. He's going to be healthy for week one. He's going to be out there for week one. So I think Logan Thomas, again, if he stays healthy, is the most likely to get the most touchdowns just because of the way that the scheme works. Most likely to catch the most passes, I'm going Jahan Dotson. Terry McLaurin's the star. He might even have the most yards. But I think on a just a per reception basis, Jahan Dotson is probably going to come out with more catches. Again, if he can stay healthy. Not all these guys are, you know, if they can stay healthy. Most likely to lead in sacks. I'm going with defensive end Montez Sweat, which, you know, he needs to do that. It's a contract year, so he certainly needs to step up that way. Most likely to lead interceptions. You might think I would go Emmanuel Forbes here. I'm actually going Kendall Fuller because if the young rookie can stand up early, they're going to start targeting Kendall Fuller. I think Kendall's got a little bit to prove. He's the he's the leader in that room for a reason. I think he's going to try to he's going to try to prove it. Most likely to lead total offense. Brian Robinson Jr. I think Brian Robinson Jr. most likely to lead in total offense from scrimmage. And I'm actually in real time here going to add a uh, comeback player of the year because I just realized that I did not uh, put that on there. And look, um, if if Logan Thomas is going to lead this team in touchdown catches, that'd be the comeback player of the year, right? He missed a lot of time last year. He's missed a lot of time over the last uh, couple few years. Um, so I'm going to go Logan Thomas comeback player of the year uh, for the Washington Commanders. And that's going to wrap up my superlatives for the preseason. Uh, 
next time we talk, guys, come back tomorrow, Sunday night, maybe early Monday. Well, no, it'll be Sunday night. Um, we're going to be talking about Commander's regular season game. Hopefully, should be a win, right? But we're going to be talking about it no matter what. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you get alerts on. That will be live on YouTube. Audio will drop right after that. So no matter which, what, what forum you're on, as soon as I can get that to you, I absolutely will. In the meantime, if you've got a different record projection, if you've got different names for some of these superlatives or any just random questions, drop them in the YouTube comments, hit me on Twitter, or text me directly by becoming a lock insider at jointsuptext.com slash locked on commanders. First two weeks are free. If you like it, stick around. If you don't, I appreciate you trying it anyway. As always, thank you so much for making Lockdown Commanders your first listen of the day every day, every day. Or thanks for coming through on a consistent basis like you do. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day, your football routine. And until we speak again, please be safe, be kind. I'll see you next time for another episode of Lockdown Commanders, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.